Back at it the day before Thanksgiving, or two days, depending on when I record this and when you're listening to it. Bless up. Let's give all the glory to God. Thanks for tuning in again. We got uh, a very special show. Not really. I just wanted to really start off and say that because it's a holiday. Wake up and eat with Z at gmail.com. Send me your comments, questions, or concerns. Remember to share this with people. Why? Because if you think it's impactful, if you think it helps you, don't be selfish. Share the joy. Spread the news. Let people know. And even if you're not spreading the news with this show, at least spread the good gospel. Let them know that Jesus is Lord. What are we going to talk about today? i got to be honest with you. I don't know how long this one's going to go. It's, uh, it's a couple days before Thanksgiving. I'm taking some time off of work. Some much needed time off of work. See, I work in an industry where it never stops. It never stops. And anybody that's listening to us, this that has worked in or still works in this industry, understands exactly what I'm saying. And maybe you're working in a different industry that doesn't stop, that doesn't allow you to enjoy PTO. Because unfortunately, when I take PTO, it's just a, it's just really just saying that I'm taking PTO. I'm still working. I'm just this PTO should be, um, you know, they should change it to just doing less work. You're not completely off of work. You just you just do less work. So to anybody out there who has worked in an industry or has a job like that, you know, take some time. Take some time this week and enjoy it with your family, your loved ones. Um, even if you don't love your family, you know, maybe call them and wish them a happy Thanksgiving. If you're beefing with someone, just know that they're probably going through something just as uh, as tough as you are, maybe even tougher. And maybe all they need to hear is that uh, that phone call, that phone ring, pick it up and hear your voice on the other end. You never know how uh, how far that can go. So, you know, just uh, let's do that. You know, and that's something that, you know, you can hear by some of these episodes. Clearly, I like to spread. We, we got to be better. I got to do better of being nicer to people and understanding the blessings that, I, that I've that i had and that I still have. And, you know, sometimes you like to get introspective. I like to get introspective around Thanksgiving. Uh, due to the word Thanksgiving, you should give thanks for everything in your life. And I've kind of talked about this before, about blessings in disguise and how everything works works out for the best. And I think that that's true mostly, you know, and a few things that I have to tell myself. Sometimes I get upset with work, you know, just call a spade a spade. Sometimes I get upset with work and I get frustrated and I'm not, and I got to catch myself. And I got to be thankful. Even though I get frustrated at work, I got to be thankful that I got a great job. I got to be thankful that I got a steady paycheck. I got to be thankful that I've got an opportunity to really have a good life. And the Lord has blessed me with that. You know, sometimes I get frustrated with my home and where it's located and, you know, not having, you know, a bigger house or more land or a more private setting. And then I got to catch myself and say, you know, Z, be thankful. Be thankful that you have a home. Be thankful that you have a roof over your head. Be thankful that you have some land. Be thankful of where it's located. You know, you're in an area with low crime rate, low drug abuse rate. Be thankful for it. You know, sometimes I get frustrated 
with my car or not or sometimes I get frustrated with not having a new car that I want you know some of y'all know what I'm talking about some of y'all know my preference in vehicles sometimes I get frustrated with not having the new hotness but then I stop and say be thankful you got a car be thankful you got three cars first of all I got two too many two more than I need I've been blessed with the ability to buy that I got three vehicles that run you know, I should be thankful for that. There's a lot in my life. There's a lot in probably all of our lives that we take for granted. And we should probably stop. It's tough, though. It's tough, though, when you live in a world and you see all the flashy things. And that's that's one thing that, you know, maybe we can all do a better job of paying attention to what we look at, paying attention to what we, what we go after, paying attention uh, to just what we have. Because there's so much that we have. There's so much that I have that I miss on a daily basis. I mean, sometimes I open up my closet and I see clothes that still have the tags on them. I just buy stuff and they still have the tags on them. I've never worn it before. And that's just having an abundance of material things. And I just lose sight of everything that I've been blessed with. I literally opened up my closet a couple weeks ago. Get the tracksuits ready for the winter. Two of them still have tags on them that I think I bought last year. Never been worn. Brand new Adidas tracksuits. And I'm looking at $800 tracksuits the other day because I saw a new rap video that someone was wearing a pretty cool, pretty dope tracksuit that I wanted. (laughs) It's just, you got to stop and think about where your priorities are sometimes. I know that I do. And I can tell you, when my priorities get out of whack, I feel it. I feel it, and I get depressed, and I get confused. And it, and I just noted my focus is on the wrong thing, and that's where we gotta we gotta understand all the blessings that we've been given, and just kind of step back and be thankful for that, you know. And I, and you know I said we gotta be watchful of what we put in our what we put in our mind, you know what we watch, what we listen to. I'm guilty. I still listen to some music I probably shouldn't. Not nearly to the to the volume that I used to listen to before, and I'm talking about as loud and the intake as much as I used to listen to. Yeah, I could do better. I gotta do better. I gotta do better with, you know, wanting things. But you know where I'm going with this. I had a conversation the other day. And uh you know, we got these we got these phones. We got computers, but everybody uses a phone. Everybody's on their phone. Hours a day. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. You know you're on your phone. You get home and you love Facebook. That's okay. I guess. I don't know. You be the judge. Anyways, you love your phone. People use their phone. People text. People watch videos. People watch movies. People read. People look for jobs. People look at jokes. But, you know, these phones are smarter now. They are smartphones. But I think that we're, we're, we're truly getting into the definition of what these phones are capable of. You know, and these things launched, you know, 10 years ago. iPhone came out probably about 10, 15. No, probably not 15. iPhone. So the iPhone 2 came out or the iPhone 3. One of them came out in 2008. How do I know that? Because I got my second DUI in 2008, the night of the iPhone launch. After, after it launched, I just got loaded. Got a DUI. So 13. So they probably came out in 2007 or 2006. 
Um, and that's really when these smartphones kind of got, you know, they, they, it was revolutionary. Everybody had their Blackberries. Everybody had their little their little Windows phones, 8125s, all that goodness, you know, had the slide-out keyboard, you, stylus, you thought you was hot, but they, th- those iPhones really revolutionized it. So, But anyways, everybody's got their smartphones, and now they truly are smartphones. Let's get back on track here. These phones listen to you. These phones listen to your conversations, whether you're sitting here at your desk, in your car, or you're actually on your phone talking to someone. They listen. They monitor your shopping habits. They monitor what you look up on the internet. They, look, they monitor what you look up on Amazon. You know, all these cookies, everything that they have, it, it, it all stays on your phone. It stays on, your, on, your, on everything. So they know, what you're, they know what you're into. So then they start to use these, these search histories, and they build these algorithms to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When something, to appeal to you, to appeal to you. You'll see that you'll start getting ads on your phone for, uh, you know, cigars or uh, bourbon whiskeys or, um, you know, uh, cars, car parts. You know, you look up car parts a lot. You'll see something. You'll, you'll start seeing that on there. Fancy clothes. I like to look at suits. You'll, I see start seeing advertisements for sports coats, suits. So the these, you know, your 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 YouTube algorithm. If you use YouTube on your phone a lot. The more that you search for the same type of video content, that will start to populate in your feed, and that's all you'll start to see on repeat. You'll notice that you'll see like a lot of basketball videos, a lot of a lot of inspirational videos, a lot of car videos, a lot of a lot of boxing videos, a lot of a lot of fitness videos. Whatever you start to search for and that you view, the more you view it, the more you click on it, the more you're gonna see that type of video content. So what does that what does that do? So you have a device in your hand that can appeal to you in either way. It can give you, it can be a resource to help construct your life and be valuable. Or you can use your phone probably, I'll say, I'm just going to say 50%. I, I can't categorize if it's more or less than that. So we'll just go with the with the happy medium of 50%. What 50% of people probably do, and they don't use it for value. Okay, they don't. They don't use it for anything constructive. They use it to look up, you know, porn. They use it to look up bad videos, look up, you know, whatever they're into. Stuff that is just, that brings out the worst in them. You know, look up violent videos, people attacking people, you know, use it as a troll on like a social media to comment in certain maybe communities or comment on people's people's posts i can only assume that if you comment on certain posts and you use certain quote-unquote trigger words the algorithm will recognize it and will probably start putting more of those posts in your social media feed i don't know because i don't have social media i can only guess that that's how this works and even if you're not and even if it's not building that type of content in your social media feed but if you actively seek out that type of content to you know troll people you're not using your resources constructively you're using it to cause division to cause you know anger anguish to make fun of someone that's not the way to do it social bullying i mean you know that's a thing now i don't quite understand it just turn off the phone get off the make-believe community and and, and don't get bullied online online bullying (laughs) i mean look it's not funny because 
I shouldn't laugh because kids do take this seriously. And it's been the cause of, of a lot of uh, problems with uh, the younger generation. So it is something serious. And if you're part of that, you know, you're not using your resources constructively. But you have the opportunity to use this device. And that's not what it was built for. You know, in my opinion, these devices were built to poison the world. It has caused people to be less social. People don't want to have conversations anymore. They want to text. They want to send picture messages. They don't want to talk to you. People would rather look at their phones. I, I go out to eat. When me and, and, and my boo-boo go out to eat, I like to people watch. And I see these couples sitting at these tables. Both of them have their phones out, and they don't even say a word to each other. Now, that's got to be miserable. That's just my opinion, but that's got to be miserable. You know, you sitting out, out to dinner. You want to go out to dinner. I mean, think about that when you would take someone out to dinner on like a first date or something. You take someone out to dinner, you need to get to know them. You want to have a conversation. You want to giggle and chuckle and tell some jokes. Say, oh, that's funny. It's so funny. That's what, you, that's what you're after. And I mean, if you can try and keep that magic alive, it makes a relationship you know, a lot more interesting and just a lot more tolerable and you're probably going to be happier. When you lose that, when you lose that human interaction and you can no longer communicate by just talking to people in person, you've lost a piece of just life, in my opinion. Now, you know, there are some instances where you probably don't want to talk to too many people. <laughs> you know, you, you might want to just isolate yourself and say, I've had enough for today. I'm just going to sit in my house and I'm just going to chill. And that's okay. I do that quite often because I deal with a lot of people on a, on a, on a, a, a frequent basis. Okay. But I see these couples and they're just on their phones and it just makes me think, what are you doing? Are you, you know, what are you doing in, in a sense of, what are you doing while you're on that, when you're out with your significant other or even just a friend? I try to stay off my phone when I'm out, out with my friends too if I go out to dinner with them because I don't see them like I used to. Unfortunately, our main way of communicating most of the time is via text message, is via phone call. You know, they've all, they've all got kids. They're all married. So they have a life that they have to take care of and make priority. We don't have that opportunity. We're getting older. We are all set in our ways. So we don't see each other as often. So when I'm out with these people, I definitely want to, you know, be able to talk to them and stay off of the, stay off of the phone, stay off of your devices. And when I'm out with my girl, man, you know, I want to make sure that we have a good night. And if we're going to go out and do something special, we got to try to stay off our phones. Not saying I don't get on there, you know, but I, but I am conscious of, what I'm doing on there, and if it's for a split second, answering a text message, you know, that's fine. But I'm not going to get lost in, you know, a news story or looking for a job or watching, you know, a video on how to repair X, Y, and Z. That's just, I'm not going to do that. Your attention should be on the person in front of you. And we've just a lot of, we've lost a lot of that human emotion and talking to people. It's, it's, it's quite unbearable. If you try to talk to someone that's and I'm, you know, categorizing, you know, I think stereotyping maybe is the word, a group of people 
which is mainly everybody under the age of 25, it's unbearable to try and speak to them. They don't know how to speak to a person in person. You know, they don't know how to have a conversation with people. It's, it's weird. It's weird to talk to people. So where am I going with this? I've been rambling. How did I get here? We have the option to use these devices constructively, okay? I noticed that I have this Google News feed. I've been dropping a lot of brand names on this one. I don't know if this is going to get censored or not. I got this like Google News feed on my phone. And I started checking it and refreshing it. It's almost, it's kind of like, I guess, a social social news feed. But it gives me stuff that I look up. So I've got a lot of car visit videos, a lot of cooking, a lot or a lot of car and car videos and websites like news articles that pop up. They are all for BMW. I have a lot of fitness videos and workout routines that pop up on this feed. A lot of sports, Steelers, NBA, boxing, that comes up. A lot of local stuff, news feeds come up, but it's it's nothing, in my opinion, that would be bad or something that's not constructive. So what am I getting at here? I'm getting at, we have the ability to use these devices to better us. On my YouTube algorithm, I get a bunch of videos from pastors that I follow. A lot of videos about God and, and just, you know, people correctly dividing the word and giving a sermon on it and talking about you know, current affairs and how this biblical prophecy or how this book can apply to this situation in today. You know, and that's the thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to use these tools that are mainly used to really just um destroy and defile the mind to build myself up, to look look up stuff that I find value in, you know, and and stuff that will make me better tomorrow or something that I can apply to make my situation better. And it's tough. It's tough when you think about that. Because your phone, man, your phone can bring out the worst in you. You can go down some dark holes on your phone. You can go some, you know, internet in general, I guess. It's a foul place. But you get to a point where, you know, that stuff just is not appealing. It's not appealing. You realize that it doesn't bring you any value. And, you know, more often than not, all the content on the internet is just trash. It's all tainted. It's all lies. You know, you got to be able to use really good discernment to understand what you're reading, who it's coming from, and what is the point of said article, said video, said social media post. What is the point behind it? Who is the target audience? And what is the emotion that they are trying to elicit? Because it's all division. Everything online is, is anymore, if you look at it, it is 100% on their cause to divide. It's, it's cause, it's, it's poison. You got to stay away from it. You got to use some really good discernment. And again, you know, I, 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 I watch shows that are probably too violent and have too many sex scenes in them and say too many swear words. 
I still listen to, you know, hip hop music that I'm really beginning to use better discernment on what I put in my ears that way. Um, any new hip hop, I, I stay away from. Um, it's few and far between. I listen to any new artists. And sometimes I just go back to uh, what I grew up on. I think I'm able to... Uh, I'm able to listen to it and understand what it does to me. And if it starts to elicit certain types of emotions, you know, I just turn it off. I just turn it off. It brings me back to a place that I don't want to be at mentally. I turn it off because <laughs> there's some spirits in there that can really impact the way you think and the way you feel. But anyways, it's not going to be too long one tonight, kids. It's uh first day of PTO. I'm trying to chill out. I got to do some reading tonight. Got to get back into my books. Uh, try and get some good, some good sleep. I've been eating, man. I've been eating real bad like the past four days. My diet has not been good. I told brother G I was gonna get real fat this week. <laughs> and I mean, you put that truth out there in the word, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I am scared to put on some nice clothes for Thanksgiving. I might just roll up in one of them tracksuits, just be like, "Look, this is what you're getting this year." Just be mad to close match. Be mad. Just be happy to close match. Be happy that the clothes are clean. Be happy that I'm here. Be thankful, and we gonna grease. But yeah, it's uh, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta ease up, man. You know, if anybody's out there to really, you know, you take yourself pretty seriously. I know that I do. Probably more often than not, I know I'm my biggest critic. Sometimes you got to ease up and enjoy life. And I think in in situations like this when you can kind of you know, you got to you got to lose you got to use your hindsight to understand what life is about sometimes. Hindsight should always be 2020. Should if not better. <laughs> you know, if not better, it's, hindsight should always be 2020. Sometimes you got to look back and you got to say, you know, I grinded for 11 months. Is a week of bad eating going to kill me? Probably not. But you got to have that mental bandwidth. Not even mental bandwidth. You just got to have that strength to say, hey, man, you ain't as bad as you think that you are. And you're doing all right. Whatever it might be. You know, my vice is just right now, you know, I'm I'm going to eat some good food that probably isn't good for me. Probably isn't good for my, you know, fitness goals. But I'm okay with it. I guess I'm okay with it now in the moment when I eat it, but I guarantee you come Monday, I probably ain't going to go out in public for like a week, probably fast. People always ask me why I fast. I I say Jesus fasted and he was ripped. So that's why I fast. So anyways, look, I hope y'all have a good Thanksgiving. Um, Might drop another one. Might drop another one here over the weekend when I have a little bit uh, more topics. I wanted this one to be a little bit shorter. Just be thankful, y'all. Continue to use your discernment spiritually. Continue to stay in the word, you know, and just understand that we're in a battle. We are in a spiritual battle, and we need to make sure that we have the full armor of God on. You got to understand that when you are being attacked, when you feel like you're not good enough, or when you feel that life is crushing in on you or you can't achieve something and you're feeling depressed, suicidal, whatever it might be, that's because you're getting attacked because you're on the right path. That's why. That dirty old devil ain't going to attack no one that um, is on the wrong path. 
and that they ain't going to attack someone that's like spiritually just dead. He's going to attack someone that's on the right path. He's going to say, I need to get them back. I need to get them people back and I need to get them back, you know, out of this, out of this righteous walk. Cause that righteous walk ain't the easy one. Y'all I'm being serious. When you go out this, when you go out the, over these next two days, think about this. You might not have seen your family for a while. You might not have seen some of these extended family members for a long time. You got a chance to show them that you've grown spiritually and at where you're at. You know, remember what you're putting on. Remember what you, we talk about it. You know, you want to talk about it in private, that's fine. But you got to act upon it out in public too. You don't want to deny the Lord. Someone asks you what's been going on. If you if you're on your faith walk, you say, look, man, truth be told, I've been walking with Christ for X amount of time now. This is what I know now. You know, this is what I hope to know in two months. This is what I hope to know in two years. Be the example. Be the example for your friends. Be the example for your family. Be the example for your enemies. When you see them people that you don't like, that you want nothing more, you know, truth be told, to smack them in the mouth, don't do it. Be the example. Be the example that they can't be. Be the example that they need to see so that they can start walking like you are. Do not waste your testimony. Do not waste an opportunity to uh, show the praise, give the glory to God, and bless up. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I'll talk to you soon.